Welcome back to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. I'm Colby Yoder. Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Sherry Purdy. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about stress management and uh, some coping skills. So, And we are happy to have you listening to us today. I can't believe it's the 10th episode. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Absolutely. And last week, we talked um, on holiday stress and winter blues. And we mildly talked about different stress techniques that people could use if they were having days of sadness or some depression, dealing with, you know, the weather changes and the la- the lack of light and just various things in people's lives can bring them down. So today I thought we could dive a little deeper into stress techniques, things that, you know, everybody has stress. Everybody has stress. And so I was thinking, you know, we could talk about proven research things that help people with stress and knowing that you know the things that we talk about today everybody probably knows about but doesn't follow through on them and that one technique for one person may work but it may not work for another so when we give these ideas suggestions to help with your stress to know that if it doesn't work it may be not be for you because I know we're sitting here and Kobe and I have no stress right Kobe <laughs> <laughs> Every day. (laughs) Every day. I mean, you were just talking to me about, I have all the signs and symptoms of stress, right? Because what's going on in your life that you're so stressed about? You know, uh, coaching right now is obviously one, and uh, trying to balance work and coaching at this time is pretty crazy right now. So uh, long hours, lack of sleep, dealing with my kids at home, trying to get them. Five kids at home. (laughs) So just trying to get everything accomplished in the 24-hour period is a tough time sometimes. So you got to... Find time for yourself, too, and trying to find those avenues to help you out and to de-stress yourself a little bit. So what do you what are, what are things that you do for during this time, which is crazy time for you? Like you said, you you're uh, in football right now. You have a family of five. You have a wife. You you have a dog. <laughs> you have I mean, all life events going on with five kids on top of you being a football coach and working full time. So how do you deal with that? I'm a, you know, right right now I've a, I try and set up at least an hour or two every day for myself. Right now I I do it and then I get kind of made fun of a little bit on Fridays, but uh, I take a time during the morning every Friday to go over to Village Inn. Yep. And I'm I don't sit with anybody. I don't talk to anybody. I sit by myself over there for at least an hour, hour and a half and just I just kind of collect my thoughts and I kind I maybe funny to think I do some breathing technique kind of <laughs> thing. I sit back and relax and read the paper a little bit, but I got to find my inner peace a little bit, but to find myself a little bit as the week chaotic week goes on and uh, it's worked for me. I mean, I know Sherry's checked my blood pressure multiple times during the week, and it's been high, and when I go do some of these things, it's back down, but uh, that's one thing that works for me. I, I try and pick a couple hours a day just to have by myself, to get away from everybody, and try and relax a little bit. Chill out. I mean, it's hard to do in this life that we live in. Everybody's on the hustle. Everybody, you know... There's just more to do. You're connected all the time between the medias that you have to be a part of, Facebook, Twitter, email, text, whatever it may be. But then you have all those other life extracurricular activities, like you said. And I think it's refreshing to hear you say as a male, too, that, you know, you take time for yourself because I think we'd go crazy if we don't take some time for ourselves because nobody wants to admit that. I need a little downtime once in a while. I mean, it's it's good for the body and soul to have that downtime and collect your thoughts, like you said, to say, all right, these are the things that are meaningful in the next few days to get done. Yep. And, then, you know, I I mean, 
I just like to touch on the health problems that really can come along with stress. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people really understand the hormones that we produce when, you know, you're stressed. There's different hormones that we produce that cause different things going on in our body. I mean, the, if you look at uh, the most common stress-related health problems, or we got heart problems, you got obesity, you mm -hmm. got diabetes, you got depression, um, you got some intestinal problems, those type of things. Sleep issues is a big one. Some of they're even talking about dementia. Mm -hmm. causing a lot of those things but uh, you look at those and I, I look at my clients that I train during the day and I have quite a few high stress related clients that own banks and <laughs> you know they, they, they're doctors mm -hmm. they're, they're high stress guys but and they have all these signs all the signs of these some of them obesity some of them heart issues they, mm -hmm. just, they have them right there and you know now we just need to learn how to deal with them and uh, that's where we're kind of at I really believe too that you know, it starts in the mind. When they say mind over body, it's amazing. You know, your brain controls everything that you do. And it controls the hormones you're talking about, the cortisol and those things that affect the digestive system, the way your heart rate is, your cholesterol levels, the HDL versus the LDL, the good versus the bad cholesterol. Um, and to to keep pushing yourself through days of, I got to get this done. I got to do this. I got to be with this person. I got to volunteer to do this. I got to, you know, take care of this. It's so much. And not to have some downtime, your body physically is reactive to all of that. And at some point you're going to, you're going to see that it's going to affect your body physically, mentally, in every way, if you don't take some downtime and de-stress a little bit. Like you said, you know, one of the things that people talk about is the lack of sleep they get. Well, lack of sleep creates a lot of body stress, physical body, body stress, the chemical reaction within the body. And but then when you are stressed, you can't sleep. So it's kind of a vicious cycle of, OK, how do I relax my mind to get there to be able to say I am going to take some downtime and I'm going to breathe and um take some deep breaths and just try to relax. It's it's easier said than done. I mean, you almost have to find time. You almost have to schedule time like you do to say, I'm going to have some downtime for me, for my body, for my brain, for everything. You talk about all of those signs and symptoms. And I know I've taken your blood pressure because you at sometimes feel like you're getting a headache and that you can feel like your blood pressure is getting up there. But, you know, for a lot of people, they're not aware of that type of stuff that it, you know, that when you are stressed, your body starts to be tense and your heart rate increases and your digestive system just falls all to hell. You know, it's basically like I can't it doesn't function as well because everything long term stress is really hard for the body. So besides um, taking time for yourself, I mean, you talked about deep breathing. I really believe in the power of deep breathing. I mean, I think taking some time to take in some deep breaths to get a little extra oxygen so the blood slows down, so your your muscles become warm. I, I really believe that helps in so many ways when people learn how to better deep breathe. Besides that, I mean, it, it just has so many wonderful physical effects when you can deep breathe and take it in. But one thing people don't know is when they want to try to deep breathe, if you're listening to this, it comes from your gut. It comes, it doesn't come from your chest. The The deep breath is... Imagine that you have a deflated balloon underneath your belly button. Imagine you're going to take a deep breath through your nose and fill that deflated balloon up in your belly. Not your chest, but your belly. 
and to do that three or four times and to really work on the focus of taking in a lot of oxygen and breath and then exhaling it very slowly out the mouth three to four times improves your circulation by about 11% they say. Imagine if you could do that every so often throughout the day when you're stressed, how good that would do the body. And mine. And I'm just going to touch on a little bit of different area because I kind of talk even about, to my athletes about energy management, kind of when it comes to stress, those type of things, uh, where you need to get your rest, you're going to have energy during the day, those type of things. And I, I think that comes a lot along with stress being overworked sometimes and not a lot of time to do things. And like I said, I, I take time in the day for myself to try and conserve some energy really to get myself back going again. And I talk to my athletes about this stuff all the time, about conserving energy and doing things that's going to make you better in the next couple hours or those type of things or sitting back and relaxing and you know if you got to take 10 minutes away from what you're doing just go sit for a little bit and we do it all the time in football games I hate to say that guys having a rough game I'm I'm going to sit him out for a little bit so he can you know get his mind right really mm-hmm. and then go back at it and de-stress a little bit because there's a lot of anxiety out there with people stress brings on that too panic mm-hmm. attacks and I think, too, that um, one thing that, you know, we, we talk about stress and the word stress stresses us out. Like I've done, this is kind of my wheelhouse. I do a lot of talks on stress management, but I always tell people, the first thing I tell you or I tell groups when I come and talk to them about how to use techniques and coping skills to have less stress, have more time for yourself and be happier because that's the bottom line is honestly You need stress, though. I mean, you're always going to have stress in your life. So the first thing you need to tell yourself is that stress is everything you do. It's your family. It's your work. It's your um, extracurricular activities, sporting events. But those are the things that bring the most joy to most people, too. So to tell yourself that you don't want stress, it's really it's falsified. You're going to have stress always, but it's the long term stress that you got to learn how to cope with. And I think that's the thing people should realize is that they'd be bored if they didn't have stress because everything is stressful. To, to tell your mind that, you know, yeah, it does bring me stress, but it's just in a moment and I will too, this will pass. And the long-term stress effects is what they really have to hone in on and how to help themselves so they don't physically get sick over it. And I like what you're saying there because I think people need to talk about their stresses. I don't think they understand that if I know what they're stressed out about, I can help them too. Oh, absolutely. So where a lot of people hold all that in and they don't want to let anybody know that that stresses them out. Well, half the battle is knowing your stressors or what's going to bug you Mm -hmm. and let's figure them out from there. Yeah. a A lot of people don't recognize that that's a super stressor for them. So I think managing the stress is exactly what you're talking about. You got to be able to manage it. Well, like, and you hit a great point. Nurture the relationships you have and talk to people about your stress. I mean, every day, I mean, literally every day, Kobe and I and the gang, we talk about our stresses all the time. And, you you know, to feel trustful in that, that group of people that you have that you can say anything to, they can hear your woes and your stresses, but to know it only makes you better as, as, a, as a person, as a group, when you can rely on the relationships that you have in your life. So nurture those relationships. Use people to... Um, talk to when you do have stress because it is wonderful to hear another person's viewpoint when you are having stressful situations because sometimes we manifest a bigger situation in our head than it really is and so to have other 
Other trusting viewpoints is, is a really great way to handle stress. We're all in it together, and when you have those relationships, it just makes it better moving forward with people that can help you through that. So I do think, you know, one of the things that I talk about a lot is those relationships that may bring you stress are the ones that are going to help you through the stress. So talk about it with them too, because it, it can only get better. The other thing is, I always think too, is to allow yourself to forgive yourself for, you know, not spending time with the things that you think you should be spending time with, which creates stress and spending too much time on the things you that may not be as meaningful, because we're going to all have those moments in life too, where, you know, I don't necessarily love doing this, but I got to get through it. And then I'll be able to spend time with the things I want. So I think uh, just to be forgiving in those situations, if someone is stressing you out and that you might be stressed as well, that it's just time management. And sometimes you got to get through some, some things you don't like to do all the time in life that take time away from the things you love doing. (laughs) Is this part of life? Yeah. And on that point, I, uh, I hate to keep touching on coaching a little bit, but I, I just think of the last night I was watching film for hours upon hours. I mean, I'm talking four hours straight. And after a while, I just sat back to myself and was like, I've been seeing the same things for four hours. Why am I keep watching this? You know, <laughs> what am I doing? You know, so I, I just sat back. I'm like, it's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is what it is. We're going to have to go out and play football. We're football players. They, they should know what's going on a little bit. <laughs> so I just quit watching. Mm-hmm. I just quit watching it and went, I went and sat by myself for a while. I was like, I'm done. I'm just putting it away. I'm not going to do this anymore tonight. Mm-hmm. So I just step back a lot sometimes and refocus, kind of manage my thoughts. That's kind of what I do to, to de-stress a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's what you really need to, to learn about to the stressors out there. Step back, focus on what's going on around you, and find a way to cope with it. Well, and you say focus a lot, you know, through coaching, it's like focus. And honestly, what you're really saying is set the goal, have that goal in mind, focus on it. And once you've obtained it, move to the next goal. But I do think like to have focus and to have goals helps with stress as well, because it's a time management factor. I'm going to set this goal for myself. And when we achieve goals, that is also a motivational factor to feel good about ourselves too, and, and make us know that the reason we're stressed in those moments could be that we want to obtain those goals and it's a lot of work doing it, which can be stressful. But once we obtain those goals, as long as we stay focused, it's all worth it. It's all worth it in the end. And Sherry touched on this earlier about there's some good stressors too. I mean, a lot of people like stress. I Mm -hmm. mean, they they live for that. (laughs) So... I mean, well, we all live for it so, because we love our families, we love our our colleagues, or we we should love most of our colleagues. But we we love what we do, or we hopefully do. Most of us love what we do. I mean, everything that we come across is stressful. So, I mean, that's what brings you joy in life too. So, I mean, think about it in those terms: that those things that are the best things in your life can bring the most stress to you as well. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I, I love the grind of wrestling and football. Mm-hmm. I, I love that there. I got f- four days to prepare for a football game, and, and I love that that guy across the the sideline for me is a he's stressed out about mm-hmm. having a coach against me. I like it, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that part of the game, and I enjoy that part of work. Even like the stressors of you know this person's got twenty five pounds to lose in three months, and mm-hmm. I got to get it off him, and mm-hmm. you know those type of things. I. I enjoy that, but there's other health things that come with that too that if you stress yourself out about it, I mean, but I think everybody enjoys that 
you know, that high really going yeah. into those type of stress situations. And maybe some don't, but that's something I actually, I get up for every morning I get up. I'm like, oh God, I got to do this today. Right. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and and it's fun having you coming on Fridays on football games because you are, you are pumped up. <laughs> but I mean, it's the motivation behind why you're stressed. I think uh, I once heard in a talk years ago that think about the last four days that you've you know, you've had in your life. Um, and think about where you've spent your time. Think about the four most important things in your life that bring you the most joy. Have you spent those hours the last four days with the four things that are the most, that are the things that bring you most joy? If you say none, I have not spent any of those hours with the things that I most enjoy, you're going to be in constant stress because where your heart lies and your mind lies is not where you're spending your time. So, you know, for those who are listening, think about the last 24 hours or 48 hours um, and think, did I spend a majority of that time with the things I love in life, even though they may have brought me stress? And if you are spending the majority of your time with the things that you enjoy, even though they bring stress, then you're in, you're in a harmony. They call it harmony. But if you're never spending time with the things that you enjoy that bring you joy to life, then you're always going to be in a constant state of stress because your heart and mind aren't in it. So I think, you know, I, I heard that once and I'm like, yeah, that does make total sense to, you know, why some people seem miserable all the time is maybe they're not spending time with the things they enjoy in life. And, you know, not everything can we control, you know, work sometimes you got to work extra hours. Sometimes you got to, you got to put in the hours. Yes. Do I always love that? No, but what I get from it on the backside is accomplishment, a sense of accomplishment, being with people that I enjoy working with. And so I think to, to be mindful of just getting yourself through difficult situations, sometimes you'll get through it. Tomorrow's another day to have that concept of tomorrow is another day. You can get through this to have those relationships you can count upon to talk to, to sleep. Like you said, Kobe is, is huge to be aware of having some self downtime. If you can do that, I think everybody should do that. And to breathe, those are some really great coping skills, along with so many other things like music therapy. You know, there's huge research out there for people who go through high stress. Certain types of music allow their body to relax. So, you know, that's another coping skill that be mindful of the music that surrounds you when you're in a stressful situation. If it's headbanging music and you love it, it's going to be great for you probably. If it's headbanging music and you are in a stressful situation, you probably don't want it on around you because it's going to tap into the inner side of that mind to bring you stress or lessen the stress. And so, you know, if you're in a state of high stress, the music that they say to play is soft, soft music just because it puts the body and mind at ease. So think about the music therapy. That's a big cue. Obviously, we're not going to sit here and tell you not to exercise because exercise is key to releasing those natural endorphins to help with with stress as well. I mean, we've never had anybody walk out of our facility exercise who has who has stress in their life, who exercises and walks out saying they hate themselves for working out. I mean, you release these natural endorphins to make you feel good about you and that's where it starts. And so to just get out and be in nature, walk outside, be outside, be inside walking on a treadmill, but to move the body is helpful with stress too. And I also think that uh, routine is a big thing for me 
Uh, every day I wake up, I, I kind of write down five things that I want to accomplish during the day at least and get a routine going for the day so I know I'm not stressed. Well, I got number three done right here by mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. I'm sitting pretty good today. Those type of things will ease up stress on you. I'm telling you, if you have some type of schedule, it's going to help you at least. I know if you have a busy day, like I take, for instance, yesterday I got up, I opened the gym, I had to drive to Traer, do body fat testing, come back, work three clients, watch film. I <laughs> I started, I did all those by 10 o'clock. <laughs> so I was, I I wrote them all down too, and I got three of them done by 10 o'clock. And then I was like, man, you know, the rest of the day, I'm, I've got a lot of hours left mm-hmm. to get the rest of my stuff done today. But the, I, that eases my mind. It eases, and I think it would help a lot of people doing that kind of stuff. I know it's Sounds kind of asinine when you get up in the morning to write down five or six things. Oh you're no, do, I think but, it's great. But I do, I do it every day. I like that's what I got to get done today. I think list making is huge because I mean, think of all the times that you've wrote lists to go grocery shopping. I don't know if you guys listening out there, but there's been times where I wrote a list through the week to go grocery shopping and I've forgotten the darn list at home. I get to the grocery store and I waste more time trying to figure out what was on my list and then I purchase things that I don't even have on my list and forget things that I did. So it's like a huge time management factor to have list making. I mean, it feels good. There's times where I'll put stuff down on my list that I've already did just to see myself cross it off because <laughs> I feel good about it. So, I mean... It's a sense of accomplishment when you can write it down on a list, write it down and cross it off and move to the next thing. And it stays, it keeps you focused to stay on time. I think that's huge. And actually, there is a Harvard study I just read not too long ago that's people who write down things that they're going to accomplish for the for the day, seeing it on paper, like your calendar you do, Colby, every day. I see it on your calendars are 63% more apt to get it accomplished than those who say in their mind, I'll do it today and not write it down. That's that's a big determinant of the time you have to do things that are worthy to you and keep you on track. Yep, and you know, I, I kind of live by, well, we've talked about a lot of these de-stressors of like practice good sleep hygiene, you know, taking regular breaks during the day, talked about self-soothing techniques like breathing, those type of regular exercise and, you know, diet plays a big part, mm-hmm. of, part of that, too. I mean, if you're going to eat right, you're going to feel a lot better. You know, and the reason that is is we had Virginia on a couple of weeks ago, and this question was brought up. So for those who hadn't heard that podcast, we asked about how certain foods do help with stress. And she said because there's a lot of fruits and vegetables out there in particular. So the rainbow, when you eat the rainbow, the colors of the rainbow, they help with inflammation, which helps with stress because stress is a chemical reaction to the body. So... It was really interesting to listen to her talk about the types of foods that will help with stress because of helping with de-inflammation of things in your body, which work better when they're not inflamed. So eating right is, is, is huge too. Drinking enough water for your body so it works efficiently and effectively. Those are really great things. Um, you know, one of the other things is the, you, you just kind of said with list making, but the time management, I always see with list making and goal setting as you wouldn't jump in your car and well, this day and age we have, we don't have maps anymore, but we have our phones. But back in the day when I used to say this, (laughs) you wouldn't just say, Hey, let's go to California and let's jump in the car, but I only have five days to get there to and truly enjoy it and just go. You would look at a roadmap to get you there at the fastest point to get you there so you can enjoy the time there when you're there. So, you know, setting goals and writing lists just keep you on that time factor so you have more time to enjoy things to be less stressed about. 
I don't believe in the factor, and we hear this all the time, Kobe and I do, is I don't have time to exercise. And I'm just using this as an example. But when people say, hey, I want to lose weight, but I just don't have time to exercise. Where are you spending your time? So, you know, to know truly how you're spending your time is one. But the second thing I always ask is, is it meaningful to you? I mean, where you're spending your time, if you want to lose weight and you say you have no time to exercise, and again, this is just an example, it could follow on anything in life. You do have time. You just have to make the time and say to yourself, you're good enough to spend 20 minutes a day to get to be better, to do better, if it's meaningful to you. So I also think the thought process of spend time with the things that are meaningful to you and that bring you joy. Because we often spend times with things that, I'll be honest, it's like sometimes Facebook catches me for 30 minutes and it doesn't always bring me joy. <laughs> so why am I doing it? You know, and, um, and that's just one thing. Like there's a lot of things where it's like I'm sitting through just watching TV and I'm bored, but it's like so many other things could bring me more joy than even watching TV. Find the meaningful things in your life and really write it down and put it on a calendar to spend that time with because you do have time. You just have to make the time to do it and it will help with stress. You know, I think what we talk about is things people know they need to do. And I think people just forget about the simple things in life that bring pure joy to them. To say, I am going to really focus on starting to spend more time with the things that bring joy. And to know that those things that bring joy will bring stress as well. But I always think the at the end of the day, I hope they laugh. I hope that people find laughter and stress you know look at the situation and I there's a lot of times where you're in a stressful situation and later on you laugh about it because you're like oh oh my gosh how did we even get through that and I feel like laughter is the best medicine I don't know about what you think Kobe but I'm pretty sure you're right on that same line with just fine laughter every day well, I just take, for instance, every day uh, coming to work. Uh, I know, I know that sometimes people are finding me because they need a good laugh. <laughs> exactly. And I, I'm not gonna lie. I look for Kobe's our Patch Adams. <laughs> I, I look for people at the work that you know. Some days you just need to have a good laugh and mm-hmm. go hash it out with them for a few minutes and giggle and then get back to work. But uh, yeah, I I definitely believe that's a huge motivator for me at work to get a good laugh in. It makes you feel a lot better about yourself and then get back to the grind. Yeah. And I think that laughter, the best thing about laughter is, and we do seek you out, Kobe. I, I mean, it's fantastic working with a bunch of people that are fun and take life not always so serious because life is enjoyable, but funny as well. Um, but to just laugh every day, to find those people that make you laugh because it, Everything is better when you laugh and you can look back and say, we got through it and it was pretty good. And um, I don't know, it's it, boring. Life would be boring if you didn't laugh and have a little bit of, you know, ways to find joy in the silly things. And so, um, you know, for those listeners out there, find something every single day, a person like we, you know, we, we like Kobe makes us laugh. Um, we actually have a great group that makes everybody laugh, but find even a even a comic or like the far side for me like I have a far side calendar that every day I've had for the last seven years and it's the dumbest jokes but I still laugh at them and it's it's just something that brings me joy I do send some funny video video chats to my clients (laughs) when they miss their sessions (laughs) when I send them that they enjoy them they you know they're I just talking with one one of my clients is a lawyer and she was in a meeting one day and she's having a stress 
it was stressful for her. And I sent her a little video chat of me <laughs> being mad at her, like, why aren't you at your workout? <laughs> and that she, was funny. She said she spit, literally spit out her water <laughs> that she was drinking. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that type of humor really helps people when they're in a tight situation. You know, sometimes humor brings out the best in people. I think humor and laughter bring out the best in everyone. And I also think it connects us. I mean, it is the universal connector to everyone. There are times where I'll watch people laugh and I start laughing or smiling because I don't even have any idea what they're laughing about. But I know that it's got to be something funny. And so I'll start laughing looking at other people laughing. It's contagious. It's the universal connector, laughing and, and watching people have joy. Find ways to make yourselves laugh, guys, listening, because that is everything. You will feel better. And um, just think about how laughter makes you feel good. You know, I know there's been times back in the day I can think about being in church and, you know, <laughs> with my parents when I was younger. And I remember like one little thing and I wasn't supposed to laugh, and one little thing would lead to the next, and I'd be shaking the pew with my brother and sister, and my parents would look at me, and which even they started laughing then because, and the people behind us started laughing then because it's contagious. It makes you feel good when you see people laugh. So any way you can find laugh, be, find someone, find something that brings you laughter because I think it's the key. It's the, it's the healthy medicine. And Apple Day keeps the doctor away, yes, but laughter can help keep stress down as well too. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and hopefully you, you got something from what you heard today. can take one technique or um, one thought and use it to your advantage and know that you are not alone in stress. We are all stressed, but it's a good thing too to have stress in your life. It only motivates you to be better, to do better, and it does bring you joy. So, so work on those coping techniques. Make sure you find time for yourself. We talked about sleeping, getting enough sleep. We talked about knowing the signs and symptoms when you're feeling kind of stressed. Are you starting to physically get sick over things? Knowing that you have the nurturing relationships out there that can help you talk to people, find people that you can trust, and, you know, tell your woes to because they're probably stressed in some things too that will help them. And um, eating right, eating the rainbow, and taking deep breaths through the day. Slow down and take deep breaths. Get that oxygen in so your body can relax. And, you know, um, finding the happiness, things meaningful to you. What are meaningful to you and where are you spending your time? Get those time management skills in place. Set your goals. You're never too old to set goals and write your lists. Know what you're going to do every day to get things done in the time that you want them to get done so you can have more time to have fun and be with things that you that are meaningful to you that bring joy. And then laugh. I think you know, finding the people are the things that bring you joy, but make you laugh because, you know, nothing's better than a big, big chuckle where your stomach hurts and tears are coming out of your eyes um, to know that you're connected with another person or people to make you feel everything's going to be okay. So hopefully some of these techniques and coping skills will help. And we certainly would love to hear back from you to see what your thoughts are. If you have any ideas, you can um, always contact us at podcast at mercyhealth.com. There's a link in the episode description. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we love to have you here with us and would love to hear more from you. Have a great day.